News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Glad you're with us. It's Phil Williams hosting Right Side Radio from 2 to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday here on WVNN. We are already the largest afternoon radio show in North Alabama, and glad you are in our audience. I say it over and over again, and you heard the uh, the, you heard the, the 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 mantra that this show aims to always be solid, conservative, and just plain right. I think we're hitting the mark. Hey, listen, I'm going to open the phone lines, uh, Copper. We're going to go ahead and take calls eight six six four nine four nine eight six six eight six six four nine four nine eight six six. I am curious. You've heard some stuff today. If you want to comment on what we've got, you know, in, in, in terms of the, the stories on uh, Black Lives Matter's uh, comments or, or statements on Cuba, if you want to talk about what we've discussed on immigration and immigration reform and states' rights about that, if you want to talk about education and the fact that we're number 50th in the nation, or if you just want to talk for a second, 866-494-9866. We'll open up the phone lines and see what you have to say. I'll be glad to take your call. i, I got to tell you, there's a story out right now. I'm talking fresh. Literally, uh, the, the newsroom is active, and uh, I find this to be deeply ironic. I'm looking at a story that came out just in the last hour out of Washington, D.C. U.S. Capitol Police arrest Representative Joyce Beatty, a Democrat, during a voting rights protest in the Hart Senate office building. The congresswoman herself was zip-tied and escorted out of the building. Is this indeed an insurrection, I ask you? Could it be? Then we have another insurrection. Well, no, probably not, because the double standard will likely be at play. And since she was there claiming that she was peacefully protesting and she was leading people down the hallways, chanting and protesting in her own office building, uh, she'll probably get off easy. We'll see. I I, I doubt she'll even get a reprimand from anybody. Um, uh, The double standard is amazing. Did things bad happen on January 6th? Yes, they did. I'm not mitigating that. Was it everything they said it was? No, it was not. How do you define insurrection? Well, not the way they do, but what we got right now is a Democrat congresswoman arrested in the last hour for having uh, um, uh, an an unapproved uh, demonstration. She was leading the protesters herself, and good on them. The Capitol Police said, no, no, we're not doing this. And they arrested her, and, and, and she's going to be out on the street by, you know, 10 minutes from now. Uh, there, there's, there's so much else in the news. Um, i, I got to tell you, there's some interesting stories, and there's some things that are happening. You're welcome to call in and comment on them, 866-494-9866. That's 866-494-9866. I mean, we, we've seen any number of things uh, in the news that relate to some of the same things we've been talking about today. Um, it, it's, it's interesting to see things too happening, like with regards to the pandemic. So a while ago, I talked to Dr. Wayne Reynolds, uh, who is our, uh, elected member of the state school board from this area. And, and, and Dr. Reynolds had some great things to say. One of the things we discussed was the pandemic and, and what's happening, you know, in terms of, uh, getting our kids back in school and how difficult it was to keep them in school. The fact that not everybody even had the resources to do distance learning, which was being virtually mandated. And, and, and yet what we're also seeing right now is some states are allowing for um, what we would call vaccine passports. And if you, if you want to participate in the usual aspects of society, you're going to have to have proof of vaccination. And right now, hundreds of colleges and universities across the nation are requiring students to be fully vaccinated before they return to campus. 
How are they going to enforce this? Well, like some schools like Princeton are requiring students to be fully vaccinated, but they don't have any idea how they're going to manage it. And then on top of that, you've got, you know, what we would call vaccine hesitancy. Uh, any number of people that, uh, that, that determine that for moral reasons or for faith-based reasons or for just, you know, good old skepticism or they just haven't gotten to it yet, they're not vaccinated. So are they supposed to be denied the basic aspects of our society? Well, if it's a state-run university, that's going to be difficult because those are your state taxpayer dollars. If it's a private university, are they still allowed even to discriminate on matters that they're not supposed to ask? So I had somebody text me yesterday, and you're welcome to call in on this. We'll spend a few minutes unpacking this. If you Tell me how you feel about the idea of the Obama administration sending people around to knock on your door and ask if you're vaccinated. I'd like to know. 866-494-9866. 866-494-9866. How do you feel about the idea of someone knocking on your door and saying, are you vaccinated? Is it their right to ask that? So I had somebody text me yesterday and, and literally, you know, I'm an attorney. That's part of uh, this eclectic resume that I've got, but I'm a practicing attorney. And they, and they, this, this friend texted me and she said, I'm, I'm really concerned about this. Uh, if they knock on my door, do I have to answer their questions? To my knowledge, the answer is no. You do not have to answer their questions. You know what's amazing to me? Federal law, it's called HIPAA. You, you are not allowed to have people pry into your medical data. When did that go away? Did we just stop having HIPAA? I'm sorry, Copper, did we repeal HIPAA and I was asleep and didn't recognize it? When did HIPAA go away? Not that I'm aware of. I'm not aware of it either. And it does provide for confidentiality. And, and, and so, uh, you know, here's my position. If they come to your door and they want to know, are you vaccinated? My answer is, that's none of your business. Have a good day. If, if my family chooses to be vaccinated, and I'm not going to tell you right now whether we are or not, I don't think it's anybody's business. If we choose to get vaccinated, it's because we're responsible adults and we choose to do so. I'm not even sitting here trying to talk you out of it. I'm not telling you that I'm against it. If you believe as a responsible individual that you should get the vaccination, then by God, go get it. It's available to you. If you have well-grounded fears or concerns or beliefs that say, I don't want it, well, guess what? This is still America. And when the Biden administration sends people to your door to say, have you been vaccinated? The only answer you have to give them is none of your business. Uh, 866-494-9866. If, if you'd like to talk about that, if you want to add that to the fray of things that we can discuss here in the last, you know, 15 so minutes of the show today, go ahead and call in. I'd love to hear what you have to say about it. But it's in the news right now. And according to the Chronicle of Higher Education, which is tracking the issue, 578 college campuses nationwide right now currently are requiring students to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 before they return for the fall semester. And the American College Health Association advises all colleges and universities to implement vaccination mandates for students. Okay. But there's already lawsuits forming. I mean, this is, this is no small thing. This is, this is not something that uh, is, is going to wind up not being in court. An example right now is there's eight Indiana University students who are already uh, in court awaiting a ruling on whether the school's vaccination mandate is even legal. Now, we just had legislation passed in our last legislative session 
that, that would disallow the use of what we call vaccine passports. You know, show me your papers. You there, stop where you are, show me your papers. No, it's not supposed to work that way. This is the United States of America. We do not have that kind of requirement. I mean, do we have photo ID to get on a plane? Sure. Do you have to prove that you're uh, a licensed driver when they pull you over for speeding? Sure. But the idea that they can delve into your personal medical data and deny you basic services or deny you the opportunity to shop in certain places or deny you the opportunity to attend a public university, mm, I think that's going to wind up being in court for quite a long time. Copper, what are your thoughts? I mean, you're, you're, you're not so far removed from the college scene. Uh, if, if you think this is going to wind up in court more often? I hope so. Yeah, I mean, I, I do too. And I think there's going to be some lawyers get rich off of it, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, just saying. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to stand up and say, this is not the way we're supposed to do things. And, and, and there are people going to be asking for exemptions. And you know, There's an exemption for everything. Not for this, though. So you got like a one student right now at Hofstra. Um, on, on Long Island, who's requested that she not be identified, but she told NBC News she does not agree with the university requiring COVID-19 vaccinations. And she even considered transferring to a school that doesn't require it, but she didn't want to have to transfer. And even though she doesn't have a medical condition that would make it dangerous for her to get vaccinated, apparently, she, she still found a doctor who would sponsor a medical exemption for her. And her comments were, I'm not at all against being vaccinated, but I feel like the vaccine's still kind of new. I want to wait until it's, you know, further studied and approved by the FDA just to have some peace of mind. So she didn't say, I ain't getting it. You can't make me. She just said, I have a well-reasoned, educated view of the fact that this has not had the type of clinical study and trials and, and the ability to do you know, mass review uh, and peer review to determine whether or not it has long-ranging health impacts that could be negative. I agree, but I also think it's kind of normal for people to get vaccines when they go to school or college so I honestly find the workplaces requiring it more problematic because then they can penalize you versus the college are they going to expel you if you don't get the vaccine I mean they might but I feel like they might so, be a little oh yeah. easier on students who don't get it than workplaces so so at this point you're saying that you're more concerned about Somebody saying, "Well, you can't work here unless right. you have proof of vaccine." Well, that's 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 legit. I agree. I think that's the same. I think that's the exact same category. And if we're going to have the right to, you know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, well, you know, uh, being denied the opportunity to work, that kind of restrictive covenant in your job is is probably not uh, uh, enforceable. I would think, um, especially with something that is still in what we would usually consider to be a trial phase. Now. I applaud the fact that the vaccine got produced in record time like it did. But we're already seeing some issues with some of them. I mean, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, it, you know, this studies came out recently saying that it is linked now to potential outbreaks of Guillain-Barre syndrome. If you're not familiar with Guillain-Barre, my recollection is it's a neuromuscular disorder. Uh, and it's very debilitating. And I've had at least two friends that have had it in um, I mean, if there's a possibility of the connection, I don't know if there is. I'm reading the story online like everybody else is. But all said and done, if they knock on your door, how do you feel about it? Well, Copper, go ahead and cue it up. But uh, we are we are literally coming down to the final minutes here, folks. I got a few things that I want to cover down with you on. You're going to want to hear it. 
And then we're going to talk about what tomorrow is going to look like. Oh my gosh, this show. This show, I'm telling you right now, I'm having the best time doing this. This is an honor to have this platform and to, uh, and to serve y'all as a community of folks who, who know not only how to listen, but how to act. And I think Copper's comments from the first hour were well taken. It is, not imp- it is not enough to just simply say there's a problem. We have to have a, a plan and an action that accompanies the plan. Um, right Side Radio, we're going to be doing that. We're going to be saying, here's some ways. Here's some ways we can equip you for the fight. Educate, empower, enlighten, and entertain you in the process. Oh, yeah. Right Side Radio, a solid conservative and just plain right. Talk 770 AM 92.5 FM WVNN, the news giant of North Alabama. This is Phil Williams. I'm your host for Right Side Radio, winding down another three-hour segment, two to five every day right here. And by the way, if you want to advertise on Right Side Radio, not a problem. Go to rightsideradio.org. That's rightsideradio.org. That's our website for the show. And you can find my, my, my brother Bobby's information on how to get in touch with us and uh, and advertise on the show. We have the best supporters. I'll tell you about one of them right now. ZLA Solutions. ZLA Solutions. I mean, I, I was at their offices this morning, as a matter of fact. These folks have been putting people back to work around the state for, for years, and they are good at it. If you're looking for a job right now, go to ZLAUSA.com. They've got tons of jobs posted. If you're an employer looking to hire more people to fill out the ranks of your workforce, Go to ZLAUSA.com. They can staff you up. They can do the headhunting for you. They can find whoever it is you need for the job. They can also help you with management and logistics. ZLA Solutions. They like to say, we don't make it. We just make it better. That's ZLA Solutions at ZLAUSA.com. Well, folks, uh, we're winding things down, and and I'm going to throw a little levity in here just for a minute. Uh, Copper, what um, what is the first fully Technicolor movie that ever hit the movie theaters. Do you know? Oh. Wizard of Oz? That's what everybody says. It's not true, but that's the reason why everybody thinks that is because that one just changed the whole industry. I mean, it really did. Mm. I would have said Wizard of Oz until I got on the Oracle of Google a few minutes ago and I actually looked it up and it turns out there was some kind of a little homemade color movie in 1903 that never got seen by anybody. But yeah, The Wizard of Oz, 1939. So literally... It, it's like an iconic movie, and, and so when I was a kid, um, back before the days when you could stream anything online or go to YouTube and find clips of whatever you wanted or just watch it on your phone, uh, literally, The Wizard of Oz came on like once a year, and it was like a big deal. You know, Mommy, 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 Wizard of Oz comes on tonight. Okay, finish your homework first. All right, Wizard of Oz night. Bam. Well, they just found Judy Garland's Wizard of Oz dress in a bag at a university it had been missing since 1976. Can you wow. believe that? Yeah, I know. No telling what it's worth. No telling. But this one is this one is unique because this particular one had been donated to the university, so it does have provenance. I, I watch a lot of Antiques Roadshow, so I like the word provenance. But it does have provenance, and on the inside, it actually has a handwritten label where Judy Garland herself wrote her name into the, the dress. Ooh. 
so this one's going to be worth some money. They literally said it had been donated by uh, somebody in the movie industry to the Catholic University of America. In 1976, it just went missing. No one knows where it was. Well, just recently, somebody retired and said, I was cleaning out my office and I found this. And, and so in a shoebox, inside a trash bag, was the dress. Missing since the mid-70s. And, and so we'll see. I don't know if they're going to auction it. I don't know what they're going to do. But um, we'll be, we'll be kind of cool to find out. Uh, it, it, and, and things from this movie, by the way, keep making money. Uh, left and right. I mean, the the Judy Garland Museum in 2005, uh, somebody stole the ruby slippers, the original ruby slippers. Um, it took 13 years, uh, and Smithsonian Magazine reported that they uh, they literally finally found it. They're 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 worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. But anyway, fascinating. Just a little trivia for you, Copper. I thought you might want to know that. Yeah, that's well, cool. Too, too much else in the news even going on right now to to cover it all. We've had a full show. Uh, but but literally, folks, if you heard today's show, you, you, you heard things like Black Lives Matter supporting the Cuban Marxist government. You heard about things like uh, the fact that we're 50th in education, but our state school board member says he believes in school choice and, and thinks that we should have the opportunity for more of it. We, 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 you heard things like uh, the fact that uh, we've got immigration issues, but the states do have a right to speak into that and we've done it before, and we've fought them in court, and some of it still exists, and if we have to go back and do parts of it over again, or, or revise the way we did it based upon what the court ruling was, we may have to, because the same guy who was in charge then, Vice President Joe Biden, now President Joe Biden, is messing up the immigration policy, and it does affect the states. Well, listen, we're gonna have a full day tomorrow. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, just plain right. WVNN Athens. WVNN FM.